We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 919. I'm Megan Lynch. Thanks for joining me this morning for Total Information AM. A federal appeals panel has ruled that former President Donald Trump can, in fact, face trial on charges that he plotted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Let's get some insight on this from Thane Rosenbaum, CBS legal analyst who joins us now on KMOX. So, Thane, Mr. Trump had argued that he should be immune from prosecution. On what basis did the panel reject those arguments? Well, they essentially said that a president, a former president, is a private citizen, and he is not immune from prosecution for crimes that he had committed. Uh, during his presidency, uh, the Supreme Court weighed in years ago during after Richard Dixon resigned from office and said he was being sued by someone who got lost his job in the Air Force. He was sued in civil court. And the Supreme Court said, you can't sue a president in civil court after he leaves office. Everyone will sue the president because something didn't go right. And so that's what Donald Trump's lawyers were making the same argument. Similarly, I was acting within the scope of my responsibility as the president of the United States. I thought the election had been fraudulent in some way. I was checking it out. I was doing whatever I can to make sure that the voter integrity was achieved. And now you're prosecuting me for trying to, you know, uh, uh, overturn the election. Uh, I had a right to do this as president, and I did. And so the, the appellate court said, no, you were doing this to stay in the White House. You did it for private reasons. It was out with beyond the scope of your responsibility. And you, if you committed a crime, you should stand trial for it. So basically, the panel separated this, for example, from a presidential action that might be like a seal strike compared to the election results. Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting, uh, Megan. During the oral argument, one of the judges said to the Trump lawyers, Trump President Trump's lawyer said, so let me get this straight. If you if the president of the United States wanted to order a hit on someone illegally and got SEAL team number six <clears throat> to kill someone uh, and he claimed that it was because of something he could not be prosecuted for committing like a war crime or some crime against humanity. And so that idea, you know, you know, and then someone said, well, what about George W. Bush? Could he be prosecuted for the way he conducted the war on terror in Afghanistan and Iraq? Uh, and so there was some back and forth about, well, maybe in the middle of a war, you can make a decision. But, you know, this is not a war. This was him, President Trump, trying to stay in the White House. Tell us about the tone of this decision from the three federal appeals court judges, because in some of the analysis I'm reading, it's basically saying that they've laid this out th- so thoroughly and so strongly 
that Supreme Court judges may not find anything to disagree with? 59 pages, uh, Megan. It's a big case, big decision. You don't normally see a decision written in that many pages. It's a book. So clearly they had an eye toward an appeal to the Supreme Court and a way to shut that down to say, hey, guys, uh, hey, Supreme Court, we've given a real good look here. We've read all the cases. We, and we have, we've done all the research. We've looked at this in every single angle, and we simply don't see how a, a, a private citizen who once was president is immune from criminal prosecution. We just don't see it. Um, now, again, um, the, the, I think one of them was a Re- Republican nominated. There were three women. Um, and so, you know, it had a very it had a, a very different perspective. But also remember, very importantly, of the eight or nine hundred people, Megan, who have been prosecuted or pled guilty for January 6th crimes or activities, none of them have been acquitted in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Any, anybody who's touched, tainted by a January 6th is in jail or has been in jail or has been convicted of various varying different kinds of crimes, not insurrection. No one was convicted of that crime, but various other things. So it wasn't really surprising that Donald Trump would not get an immunity decision out of this out of this court. In, in, and if it goes back, which is what it's supposed to do to the trial court, you know, uh, Judge Chutkin has not given Donald Trump any slack, any uh, any uh, movement to maneuver. So, you know, it's going to, you know, it's not a real surprise. The the real surprise will be if the Supreme Court just simply says what you said. You know what? We think this has been decided. There's nothing new for us to add here. We don't think there's an original uh, constitutional question that can only be resolved by us. And so, therefore, we won't hear it. Is that a distinct possibility? So you need four votes, Megan, to get your case heard. So I would say Alito and Thomas, the most conservative justices, will definitely vote to hear it. Now you have three justices who are select who are nominated by Donald Trump. You could say, well, they're, they're all going to vote to hear it. Well, maybe not, right? Because some of them, I think all of them, are really sensitive to the idea that they're lackeys, you know, that they're just doing the work of the person who brought them up. So it's possible. But again, you only need two of the three. So my, my guess is that the Supreme Court will take this up, and my guess is they'll, they'll take it up expeditiously. That would be my next question. You know, how much do they consider the timing of the presidential election and the timing of a potential trial? Look, they have no obligation to do that. They're not a political entity, right? They could say, look, our job is to interpret the Constitution. We need, we need time. We've got to get our clerks working on this. We've got to write drafts of opinions. We're not, we're not rushing. Most of our big cases, well, all of our big cases, are decided at the end of June. So sit back and wait for that. I don't think they're going to do that because they read the newspapers. <laughs> they know that there's an election coming up. They know that this trial date was originally scheduled for March. They know that if they waited until the end of June, it would be kind of meaningless because at that point, you know, Donald Trump is the, you know, is the Republican nominee. Um, so I would guess. You know, look, they're hearing a case tomorrow out, uh, related to the um, Colorado ballot disqualification. That just think about expeditious, right? That just happened a few weeks ago. If you remember, the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that Donald Trump's name could not appear on the Republican 
ballot. And then Maine, their secretary of state did the same thing. Not a court, but the secretary of state unilaterally decided um, he's, he committed insurrection. Therefore, under uh, uh, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, he committed an insurrection. He, can be, he cannot run for public office, federal public office. Um, the Supreme Court's hearing that tomorrow. Uh, and they, so that had to be done very quickly. So it's not like they can't do it. Um, if they do decide to hear it, I guess the case, the case, the immunity case, I guess is we'll hear it soon. I know there's so much speculation, but on this criminal case, what happens if trial would be delayed until after the election and Mr. Trump wins the election? There's suggestion that he could shut it down by executive order. Yeah, I mean, he can pardon himself. That's the simplest thing to do, right? If he was, in fact, convicted. Uh, or he can tell the Justice Department, drop this. We've got more important stuff to do. On the other hand, the Texas, the case out of New York State, the, the um, campaign finance violation related to the um, uh, porn star um, uh, hush money payments, and the Georgia case that is sort of on ice right now, but is... A, like very much like the Washington D.C. case and overturning the election, he has no authority to overturn those things to to pardon himself from state crimes. It would be very interesting. <laughs> what would that do? Is Georgia going to convict him and put him in jail, and then the Oval Office will be in jail um, because he can't pardon himself from that? And I don't know what would happen except that I suspect that the country would, you know, feel like we, you know, this is ridiculous. We can't have a president in jail, and so let's get the Georgia people to drop it or wait until, you know, and wait until he leaves office again. Well, Thane, thank you so much for walking us through this this morning. Anytime. Thank you, Megan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 